This is VOA News. I'm Alexis Strope. Under a heavy police presence, thousands of people bade farewell Friday to Alexei Navalny at his funeral in Moscow. VOA's Rick Pantaleo has the story. As Alexei Navalny's coffin was removed from a hearse and taken inside Moscow's Church of the Icon of the Mother of God Soothe My Sorrows, the crowd waiting outside broke into respectful applause and then chanted, Navalny, Navalny. Inside the church, mourners, including his mother, Ludmila Navalnaya, and Anatoly, his father, placed red and white flowers atop Navalny's body and held lit candles. After the short funeral service, thousands marched from the church to the nearby Borisovskoy Cemetery, where Navalny's coffin was then lowered into the ground for burial. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. Iranians voted for a new parliament on Friday in an election seen as a test for the clerical establishment's legitimacy. Frustration is growing over economic woes and restrictions on political and social freedom. Lucy Fielder from Reuters has more. Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei casts his vote, the first to do so in all Iran. He has called it a religious duty. Iran's rulers need a high turnout to repair their legitimacy, damaged by the unrest which is why Iranian activists and opposition groups are discouraging voters, distributing the hashtags vote no vote and election circus widely on social media. Imprisoned Nobel Peace Prize laureate Nargis Mohammadi, a women's rights advocate, has called the election a sham. Hardliners have dominated Iran's parliament for more than two decades. It wields little influence, since Khamenei determines issues like foreign policy and the row with the West. Lucy Fielder from Reuters. For additional stories 24 hours a day, visit voanews.com. This is VOA News. Congress approves a short-term extension to avoid a shutdown, buying more time for a final spending agreement. AP correspondent Norman Hall reports. Congress has passed another short-term spending measure that would keep one set of federal agencies operating through March 8th and another set through March 22nd. The extension averts a shutdown for parts of the federal government that would otherwise have kicked in at 12.01 a.m. Saturday. The bill now goes to President Joe Biden to be signed into law. The short-term extension is the fourth in recent months. Lawmakers are voicing increased optimism that it will be the last before Congress approves two separate spending packages totaling more than $1.6 trillion for the full fiscal year. Norman Hall, Washington. The European Union says it will pay $54 million to the main provider of aid in Gaza next week. It says the cash-strapped UN agency has agreed to allow EU-appointed experts to audit the way it screens staff to identify extremists. The UNRWA agency is reeling from allegations that 12 of its 13,000 Gaza staffers participated in the October 7th Hamas attacks in Israel. More than a dozen countries have suspended funding. It's the main supplier of food, water and shelter, but faces financial collapse. The FBI director warns the U.S. is bracing for complex, fast-moving threats to, to elections this year. AP correspondent Ben Thomas reports. FBI director Christopher Wray is warning of the growing potential for foreign meddling in this year's elections. He says it's something the U.S. has confronted before. But this election cycle, the U.S. will face more adversaries moving at a faster pace and enabled by new technology. Ray told a national security conference advancements in artificial intelligence raise particular concern. Advances in generative AI, for instance, are lowering the barrier to entry, making it easier for both more and less sophisticated foreign adversaries to engage in malign influence, while making foreign influence efforts 
efforts by players, both old and new, more realistic and more difficult to detect. Ray suggested the FBI will be sharing information about the threats it sees this year, including with the public. I'm Ben Thomas. Pope Francis on Friday warned of the dangers of so-called gender theory, saying he had commissioned studies into what he condemned as an, quote, ugly ideology that threatens humanity, addressing participants of a conference on the evolving role of men and women according to Christian teachings. Francis said what he called, quote, gender ideology was a threat because it sought to annul the differences between the sexes. Gender theory, often called gender ideology by its detractors, suggests that gender is more complex and fluid than the binary categories of male and female and depends on more than visible sex characteristics. For additional stories 24 hours a day, visit voanews.com. I'm Alexis Strope, VOA News.